welcome to This Is Your Life by Cadence Howell, aka me. Um, today we're going to talk about something that happened almost a year ago. Um, to be honest, it does not feel like it happened almost a year ago. It felt like it happened like, you know, a few months ago. Um, also, side note, I'm sorry I haven't posted in a hot minute. Um, last time I posted was September 16th, I'm pretty sure. And today is October 2nd. Um, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now, but I wasn't sure how to, um, I guess, like, talk about it. I was going to talk about it in a YouTube video, but then I'm like, I don't want to show my face. So then I thought about doing a TikTok, because I TikTok, but I didn't feel comfortable doing that either, so I was like, I guess this is a way I can talk about it. Um, also, I'm really sorry that if this episode is long, I may or may not do this in two parts if it gets too long, but let's get started. So on November 19th, 2020, I was in a really bad car accident. On It was on a Thursday, I'm pretty sure. And my ex and I were going shopping for outfits for a wedding that weekend. After that, we went back into our hometown to go for a local coffee shop with our friends. Um, I can't remember that day, um, nor um, my senior year before the accident, so I don't have good memories. <laughs> um, anyways, so we plan to go to our friend's house. I guess, like I said, I don't have a good memory, so I don't remember that. Um, we got into the car, and I can't remember if I was either awake or if I was sleeping during this time. Um, my ex said I was sleeping, and then a few of my, quite a few of my friends said I was awake. So I don't know, like I don't have a good memory of it. Um, but around 4:30 to 5:30. A truck hit us so my ex was driving like I said and um, we were on the right side of the road and he was turning in to go into our friend's house like their road and the truck hit my side on the passenger side um, some of my friends were behind me or behind us I mean and witness the whole thing, which is like, I can't, I literally can't imagine that. Like, I I don't know because the, some of them also told me that they thought I was going to die. Like, if I was put in that situation where one of my friends was in a car accident and I think, thinking that I, they were gonna die, I don't know how I'd feel. Like that would, that would put a lot on me I can't I literally can't imagine how they feel um my so my ex is okay uh which I'm thankful for all he had was a concussion and a few scratches and went home the same day um I was unconscious and the seatbelt was holding me but it broke after the accident was done and the door fell off so apparently the door just was gone um it flew (laughs) 
and apparently also uh the car our car flipped which obviously i don't remember that i don't remember seeing that i don't know um but it's kind of weird how my door was off um also apparently also when i was like unconscious and the seatbelt broke um this guy came out of his car and tried to help me but my friends were like no don't touch her like because they don't want to move me because it might paralyze me um but yeah um i was then transported to the nearest hospital and then life flighted to akron hospital where i stayed for two weeks um so both my lungs collapsed i had covid apparently which i didn't even know i had because i before then i knew i was like sick but I thought I had strep throat because my sister had strep throat. Like, she went to the doctors, like, not even, like, a few days before the accident. And they said, oh, she has strep throat. Strep throat. And I'm like, okay, I probably have strep throat. And then, also, um, I was also bleeding internally after the accident happened. My spleen ruptured, so that's partially why I was bleeding internally. And my liver was lacerated. Um, they tried to save my spleen by putting a coil around it, but it continued to bleed. Um, so I had surgery to get my spleen removed. And then right now I have a huge scar across my stomach, which I think is pretty cool. Also, side note, I wish I was awake or, or something because (laughs) this may sound so weird. I wish... I would have asked to save my spleen, like, put it in a jar, you know? I don't know. I'm just weird like that, I guess. (laughs) Um, They also put a feeding tube and oxygen tubes in me, um, which apparently when I had the feeding tube, I kept, like, pulling it out so that you had to restrain me to the bed. Um, So that's fun. Um... Because of the feeding tube also, my vocal cords are, like, ruined a little bit. Um, I was mostly sedated during the two weeks, uh, there, but I remember bits and pieces of being in the hospital. I don't, like, have a full-on memory of, like, being there. I just remember little things. Um, oh, I remember one time I was wanting to call my grandparents and i accidentally called my cell phone and left a voicemail um i don't know if i still have the voicemail um i guess i could like import it in here somehow but if i don't basically i was like saying like can you please come home or come pick me up i want to go home um but at the same time i didn't i couldn't really like recognize my own voice because like I said, my vocal cords were kind of ruined. So at the time when I listened to it, I thought it was somebody else. I'm like, what the heck? What? And then I looked at the place and the time and the date. And I'm like, oh, I called myself. Um, okay, so when I was FaceTiming my family, I remember this one part being in the hospital. I was FaceTiming my family and I could not speak. Um, so I tried to do sign language, and I don't know how to do, like, any sign language, but it was kind of sad now that I remember it. 
Um, I just remember one day where it was snowing, my grandma was giving me gifts that people had gotten me. I was so confused why I was getting gifts in the hospital, but I just, like, left it alone because I was like, okay, free presents, I guess. <laughs> um, I, oh, I also got this journal as a present, um, I, which I still have the writing in and stuff, uh, so it's actually Thanksgiving Day. Uh, I tried to write in it, but I couldn't write because I also had other things broken. Um, so I couldn't really move. But all I could, like, see in the journal was Happy Thanksgiving. Which is kind of sad. Because I saw some of the stuff, like, I tried to draw and I tried to write, but... I just couldn't, but I was so optimistic, like, at the time, and I had no idea what was going on, I was just, you know, being myself, being optimistic, and then I also drew a picture saying, you're okay, but I don't know, I don't know, it just, it just breaks my heart, like, I literally was drawing, you're okay, well, ugh, I don't know, um, this is random, but I also remember watching this one show with Cat Noir. Like, I forget what the show is called, but I was watching kid shows, basically. I don't know why, but I- I don't know. Um, hold on. I'm trying to remember. This is so long. I should have, like, wrote it into, like, separate sections. Um, when all this COVID stuff was going on, um, and when I had it, I only had one visitor at a time. Um, I don't know if that was, like, the case, like, for everyone at the time in the hospital. Because it was last November, so I think it was one visitor for everyone. I'm not quite sure. But I only get to, I only got to have, like, one visitor, so my grandma was the only one that came in. Um, but the day before... I was sent to rehab to a rehab center my grandma showed me my phone that was from the accident and it was morphed and it was still working and she gave me a new one so i could keep in touch with my family and i can finally speak to my friends um so the day that i was leaving the hospital i was more aware of everything i was confused and in so much pain i when i like first like actually woke up like not as like um drugged i thought i was paralyzed from the waist down but i guess like after that i was like oh that wouldn't make much sense i wouldn't be able to feel it right now or i'm not really sure i don't know how like that works but i could feel it i guess is what i'm trying to say so i'm like oh i can't be paralyzed i guess but these people came in to transport me from the hospital to the rehab center. I remember how cold it was that day because all I had at the hospital was uh, the hospital blanket and the hospital gown on. Um, I remember that day when they had to rescan me just to see how my bones were doing. Um, so they took me downstairs. And after that, then these people um, took me into an ambulance. Like, it wasn't, like, rushing me or anything. They just had to transport me to the rehab center. But 
I remember like going out they were like rolling me into the ambulance and I remember how cold it was and I'm like I couldn't even like remember like what month it was or something I just remember how cold it was and it was like oh my gosh <laughs> um so while I was in the hospital I mean the hospital the ambulance they asked me if I knew what happened and I just stared blankly at them I legitimately legitimately didn't know what happened even though while I was in the hospital um while I was sedated I kept asking if my sister was okay that's all I would ask every five minutes and they would tell me that she's okay she wasn't even in the accident um which I'm so thankful for um but I um where did I leave off to oh my gosh I forget so easily um I was kind of scared to know like what happened because I wasn't for sure like what actually happened um I'm trying to think what I actually thought because my first reaction was maybe I collapsed at a wedding again okay (laughs) backstory I collapsed at a wedding it was really hot out and we were outside standing for the bride and groom to come out and I got really dizzy and then I look over to my grandma and I hold on to her and I'm like I don't feel so good and then I just passed out that's what I thought happened again um but they told me I was in a horrible accident and they told me that I was a strong girl and I'm like that doesn't make sense like how can like how can I be in an accident like what um hold on I lost my spot okay but I also remember like that can't be real like I felt like I was in a movie like none of that felt real to me um I just stared at them and I did not know what to say so when I got to my room at the rehab center I decided to check everything on myself like if I had like a broken arm or anything um so I checked first uh I think I checked my arm first because it felt weird like I felt something on my arm so I looked and I noticed that I had um stitches on my arm and I'm like okay that's not bad and then I tried to sit up and I realized that my ribs hurt and everything else was hurting and I'm like okay so then I looked down because I noticed my stomach was hurting I'm like what the heck I looked down I have staples in my stomach and I have this huge scar and I'm like what the heck um then I looked more and noticed uh that all the like where the breathing tubes I had on my sides um I checked that I had stitches in that um I checked to see if I had any like broken legs or arms I didn't have a broken I didn't break any of my arms or my legs um so I tried to sit up but I didn't have energy 
and it also like hurt a lot to sit up so i'm like okay well at first i did think that i broke a little bit of my leg like my upper leg at first um so after that i'm like okay i just need to like relax because i was in a lot of pain so i kind of forgot i had my phone so i went on my phone and i logged into snapchat and i saw like the first thing i saw like once you get into snapchat it shows like the camera i noticed that i had a huge scab on the un- like on the bottom of my chin and i'm like okay and then i saw the scab on my ear and there's indents on my head when i hit my head and my face was skinnier and I'm like, dang, I look horrible. I also noticed that all my earrings and my nose piercing was gone. And I got really sad. But I was like, whatever. <laughs> then, later that day, a person came in and told me that I had to relearn how to walk, do occupational therapy, and cognitive therapy. Um, then, I asked them, like, why would I need, like like uh like brain therapy i guess um and then they told me that i brain bleed um actually let me go back i asked them like why i had to do all this stuff and then they're like well you had a brain bleed you broke your shoulder blade your collarbone your pelvis was broken uh a little bit of my back is broken and most of my ribs were broken um which was kind of devastating when they told me I had to relearn how to walk because at that time I loved running like that is just my thing like I still love it to this day I just can't do it as much um but it's like that is so stupid like why can't I walk also oh my gosh backstory I'm so sorry um I remember that when I was in the hospital, I remember I had this, like, thing, this, like, tube in me. And I'm like, what the heck? Okay. And I remembered I had to pee so bad. And I told the doctor, I'm like, can I get up to go to the restroom? And they're like, well, you have this thing. I forget what it's called. And I'm like, but I want to go up to get to the bathroom. And they're like, you can't. And I'm like, yes, I can. And this is embarrassing. So I got so mad that I pooped the bed. But it was also a good thing, I guess. Because apparently that I was like... They were scared that like whatever was going on inside me. Because I did not go poop, I guess. They were like scared. And then I went on the bed. And they're like, ah, she's good. I'm like, okay. Um, But the scar on my chin uh probably happened when i hit my head on the dashboard or something and then my ear i have no idea how my ear like a little bit is missing on it um but it's like i don't um, i don't know how that happened i don't know like how some of it's gone um after they told me everything and then they left i did not want to believe it i was like nah there's no way there is no way that it happened and that I'm just dreaming. Um, later on, I had this weird feeling that I was like somewhere before the accident and I could not remember. 
So I asked my friends, uh, the group of friends that I had, and they told me everything. And like, that makes more sense. I kind of remember that. I don't remember all of it though. I still kind of don't. Um, so later that night, I realized that I couldn't move in any position to get comfortable to sleep. I had to lay straight and still and I would sweat because I couldn't move. So I would just like lay there just straight on my bed. Like I couldn't, like I couldn't move. And so it made me so frustrated. So I usually got like two to three hours of sleep every day after that, which sucked a lot. Um, One day when I was in rehab, I still didn't believe that any of this was happening. I went to physical therapy that day and was learning how to walk up the stairs. And, like, I was like, okay, I could do it. Like, no problem. So then I went to take the first step and I couldn't. And then that's when it all hit me and that it was real. So then I cried my eyes out. I'm also sorry if I cry, like, in this episode. Um... But I, like, constantly cried. I was, like, asking God, like, why it had to be me. What did I do to deserve this? I just wanted answers, but no one could give me one. Which, I mean, it makes sense. Like, no one knows. And at the time, I wanted to get into cosmetology. So, one day, um, for one of my therapy sessions, I had to stand on, like, this, like, balance board type thing. And I had to braid hair. And so they were recording, like, how long uh, I could stand in one go without a break. Um, And it was only two minutes. Uh, I only could stand for two minutes, and I felt like I had ran a marathon. Um, I was so upset at myself that I cried. Oh my gosh, I'm, like, tearing up right now. Oh, jeez. Now that I think about it, I understand why I was so upset at myself because I was a runner like I said earlier and I couldn't even stand for two minutes long I was like really devastated to where I started blaming myself for the accident which is like silly now because I wasn't driving and I probably wasn't even awake when it happened um my physical therapist Leah was always there and was so sweet and understanding uh she always made me laugh and she gave me assignments to where I had to remember basic things. Um, she didn't actually have to do that. Uh, she was my physical therapist, so she didn't really have to do all the cognitive therapy thing, but she still did it anyways. I still wonder to this day, like, how she's doing. Um, my other physical therapist, Maggie, was hilarious. I remember playing Scrabble with her. I have never played it before that day. And I spelled the word Dave. And I was like, Maggie, I don't think this counts. And we both started laughing, and then she started calling me Dave. And whenever I go to my sessions, um, hold on, this didn't make sense. What? Oh, whenever I go to my sessions, uh, they're all in the same building. Like, I didn't have to, like, move very far. Um, I would always like 
think like I can't do this. I don't think I'd be able to walk again, walk normal again. Um, I still think to this day that I don't think I could be able to walk normal again because um, I still limp. I still have the repercussions from it. Um, but my therapist at the time gave me hope, which I'm so thankful for. Um, two days before I was released from rehab, I asked when I could go home because it was almost a month since I'd been in the hospital and they weren't for sure. I asked if I had to stay for Christmas and they told me that I might have to, which was kind of devastating. And it'd be another holiday without my family. Um, but I got out on, out of rehab on December 15th, um, which I'm got so excited because they thought I had to stay like I said during Christmas or um the end of that week I can't remember what December 15th I think that was a Wednesday um but they were thinking that I could go home that Friday um when I got to my town I went to my job to see everyone because I missed them and when I got home my sister wanted to sleep in my room and uh, the dogs like went crazy. Um, I was also excited to go back to school to see everyone. Um, they did recommend that I stay home for the first two weeks, but I denied it and just went back to school instantly after Christmas break. Um, I got all my missing work done because I knew I knew I didn't. Wait, what? Oh my gosh! Sometimes I can't even spell. Um, so basically, I had a lot of, um, not a lot of missing work. They excused, like, most of it. But, um, some of the work that they did give me, I mostly did it during Christmas break because, um, I thought I had to get it done during Christmas break. But they told me, well, my teachers told me, like, you didn't have to do that. And I'm like, wow, great, okay. <laughs> um, so when I was in rehab, I had to use a wheelchair, um, but that was causing me a lot of pain because I broke my pelvis. So then they said, oh my gosh, I need to stop. <laughs> then I started using a walker for a month. And then I got tired of that. I didn't want to be a granny. <laughs> so then uh, I started using a cane. Um, I also remember my choir teacher emailing me. Ooh, I, need, I can't even speak today. My choir teacher emailed me during when I was in rehab, I think. She asked me if I wanted to be in the musical that year and that she had saved a spot for me. And she said it was completely fine if I didn't want to. But I I texted or I mean, I emailed her so like so fast. I was like, no, I want to be in it. I don't even care. Um, so then I had to start physical therapy, occupational therapy and cognitive therapy outside of the rehab center I was at um it was like a 45 minute drive there to where I had to go um I did it for about three months and earlier like I said that um that I don't know if I'd be able to walk you normal again which I said that I still don't know if I can um like I said, I saw the repercussions from it. 
um, and I actually have to go back to physical therapy because um, we realized that um, when I first went to physical therapy, they were mostly doing it um, to regain my muscle back because I was on bed rest. Um, So, yeah, that's basically it. Um, I just can't believe I actually survived because a lot of people said that they thought I wasn't going to make it. Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry again. (laughs) Um, Yeah, a lot of people told me that they thought I wasn't going to make it. Um, And I always joke, I'm like, wow, you didn't have hope for me. (laughs) Which I'm just joking. But, um... I basically, like, went through hell. Like, that... It was... Oh my gosh. It was a lot. Um, so my coping mechanism is, like, joking about me getting hit by a truck. I didn't, like... As you know, I didn't actually, like, get hit by a truck. I was T-boned by... Yeah. So I just joke about that a lot. And I learned that after what had happened and after everything that I learned that so many people care about me um that I thought didn't care about me before and I learned that I'm loved and people are here for me and the same goes for you you know I also learned to accept what has happened and I have learned the things that happened for a reason I may not know like why yet but I know there had to be a reason and that I will only grow from here. I am so sorry for how like long the story was. I just want to tell people to help them realize that they're not alone. And to have hope in whatever situation you're in. You may not have went into an accident and your feelings are still valid. You may have had worse than I have and it is still valid. Your feelings and your problems are valid. Maybe sharing your situation will help others too. You're not alone, and I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, or good night. Make sure you eat food, drink lots of water, and thank you for listening.